Minecraft Me is brought to you by Patreon. If you want to support the show that is all about Minecraft, head over to patreon.com slash Minecraft. Here, you can support Minecraft Me, get extra perks, creative building privileges, and much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash Minecraft. And by audible.com, the leading provider of audiobooks with over 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. To get a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash minecraftme. This is Minecraft Me, a show that is about Minecraft. Where we bring you some of the most awesome tutorials on the internet. Reviews of mods and pack picks that you can use when you play. We take you on awesome adventures. All with Chase and Joe. Hey everybody, welcome again to another edition of Minecraft Me, the show that is all about the game from Mojang called Minecraft. Doesn't matter if you're a beginner or expert. I'd like to show you how to play this awesome building blocks game. You know, I've been thinking about changing the opening uh, of that of that sentence because, you know, it's very predictable now. I say pretty much the same thing, show in and show out. So pretty soon, I don't even think I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say welcome to the show. And here's my good friend, guide, and teacher, and a dude that's got a really yep. cool thing behind him. Mr. Joe. Yeah, I think I think we should work up a different intro. For, oh, you th for, oh, you think so? Like soon episode. You I think, think so. so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. How's it going, Joe? That's, that's my decision. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, it goes okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, what's what is that? What is that behind you? Because you, uh, you got to so, get that out of the way because people are going to ask. Yeah. So, so that's a that's a, a light cube. That's an array of 512 LEDs. It's eight LEDs wide, eight LEDs tall, and eight LEDs deep. Okay. Uh, that particular one is called an L3D. All right. Yeah, L3D. Um, and each LED is individually uh, addressable, and they're all tricolor LEDs. So you can display just kind of a ridiculous number of colors, and you can see it's changing colors. That looks like that. right so now. It's doing a pattern called "Cool Man." I want uh, one like it, so I can put it on as, the shelf. <laughs> as cool as it looks through video in person, it's even more amazing because you get the full 3D effect because it is it is a 3D thing. Uh, it's it's really cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I just got that this weekend, or I, I actually got it last week and just assembled it this weekend. And that looks um, so cool. And yeah, it's it looks it's so really cool. cool. So it's doing uh, right now. I, it's I'm doing looking fireworks this way, you guys. Fourth of July. I'm looking this way. Uh, but I it's uh, it's over there. It looks so cool. I want yeah, that. It's uh yeah. So right, yeah, like I said, this is this is Fourth of July pattern. Um, you know, just it's just fireworks. But it has sound activated related patterns. I'm I'm hoping I'll be able to uh, to do stuff like um, server status on it. You actually can write your own special Ooh. ways to to address it, so you can have it have it do a normal pattern all the time, and then if something bad happens, like have it flash bright red or you know that sort of thing. So, wow, be cool. I, I I want one. Uh, so you guys, uh, if you want to send one, uh, send it to uh -huh. Geek Gamer TV. Uh, care of so Google. You, you want the you want the sixteen by yeah, 16 that's by the 16 one model. I want. Yeah, <laughs> I want to spend some money. Yes. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Hey, do you think we should do some news? Uh, what's the news? We haven't, I don't, I don't know that that's, is that a segment that we do on the show? It is. I, I don't, it is. I don't remember that. It's uh, a segment. It's been, it's been a long time it's since time we've, uh, this week's Minecraft it's, done the news. It's so a, to speak. it's a segment. <laughs> it's not are we like, gonna have a, we have we an empty take studio. over for the, we have for an the empty episode. Studio. Yeah, we're doing, 
<laughs> we're gonna we're gonna skip the uh, star in a reasonably priced car and game uh, yeah. or something or I don't something know. like that. no. Let's talk about <laughs> Minecon 2015. That was. Uh, that was the one we didn't go to, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we didn't go. Uh, it was over the past weekend in London, England, uh, yep. at the Excel Center. Over 10,000 attendees, Joe, joined the fun. 10,000 people. It actually set a world record for the largest game-only convention. So a convention for one game, which I don't know. Is that really true? Because what about, like, I don't know. Uh, World of Warcraft. Didn't they just what, uh, mine? Uh, well, Blizz, Blizz, BlizzCon, BlizzCon or mine? BlizzCon yeah. is for all of Blizzard's title, though. Oh, right? okay, fair enough. But I would, I was wondering. Uh, so it's not. I guess it's not a convention. But how? What's the attendance at some of those big, um, uh, MOBA events? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, some of those. I, I was wondering how, how, because they're huge. Yeah. I mean. I mean a lot of people went, Maybe obviously. Uh, I, I thought this was one of our shirts, but no, it wasn't. Uh, nah. But uh, a lot of a lot of people go uh, went. Uh, they they saw the uh, event live on Twitch. A lot of you guys are watching us on Twitch right now. Thank you for that. Uh, they also had the fluffy versions of farm animal animals animals. I cannot say that word. Uh, yeah. Which I think those were the ones that carried over from. Orlando, though. Yeah. I think some of those were there in some Orlando. Of, the dragon wasn't. The Ender Dragon was not, which looks great yeah. there. Uh, cupcakes were there. The Guinness Book of World Records delivered an award, obviously. But there's some other things here that we're going to talk about. First off, mm -hmm. let's talk about this one. And actually, I'm going to jump back a little bit. First off, let's talk about Microsoft saying we're going to release a version for Windows 10 and call it Minecraft for Windows 10 beta, uh, yeah. which is going to be free for any existing owner of Minecraft. If you don't own Minecraft, it and you should want, be as it should be, but it is a brand whole new game built. Sort of. Sort of. Well, can you explain a little bit about that, Joe? Because they're saying yeah. it's a whole new game. But then again, when we look at it on the surface, it's like, well, this is just a PC version. What's what are some of the differences? Okay, so well, the big the big difference it's still Minecraft, but the big difference is, and they they didn't really talk about this. Is remember how uh, quickly after Microsoft acquired Mojang, the Windows Phone edition of Minecraft came out. Right, remember that that came out pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, to build it in Windows Phone, they had to build it in, or to build it for Windows Phone, they had to build it in .NET and all the Microsoft proprietary languages. Well, this is that version, literally, um, refined modified to make to run on PC uh, instead of on phone, but it's basically shares a really, really similar or the same code base as the Windows phone version because that's how Microsoft is doing things. They're pushing it so that you can write for one platform and you can have it on uh, Xbox, on Windows, on phone, on whatever you want that's a Microsoft product, basically. Right. So it's very similar to the to the Windows Phone edition, but it does have some uh, some new stuff. And obviously it's the controls are optimized for keyboard and mouse like like a normal person yeah um but uh but yeah it's it's basically written entirely for windows completely like it's it's so not, no, there's so no java no java it's, that's the it's big straight thing. .net. it's it's yeah it's there'll just, be a built-in uh, game dvr which i guess is nice if you need to make video clips of the game um i know yeah. it'll be beneficial uh, the other, for, for people who submit to our show That'd yeah, the other neat. thing that's that's a, a line item in here that's kind of interesting, and this is be this is part of how people know that it came from the Pocket Edition, is you can play with Pocket Edition players on ah. local multiplayer. 
So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a cool thing. However, it's not Java-based, which means it's not platform independent. You can't move this version to anything other than Windows. It just basically won't work. Right. Um, there are some .NET emulation layers or .NET layers for other languages, but they're not not great. So, um, so yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how this boils out. But uh, I know there are people who are on both sides of this. People who are saying it's fantastic because we won't have this Java cripple that that we're attached to. Um, and performance should be better. Right. It should be easier to maintain, easier to update. All you know, less memory leaks, less security issues, all those sorts of things. But we may not see it on other platforms unless Microsoft. Now, here's what I want to know: well, What about platforms. all the mod stuff, all the skins, all yeah. the yeah, because because Java is really easy to basically decompile and pick apart and figure out how things work and right. make your own stuff to interact with it. And this is really not right. So, also a good question. <laughs> I, I just uh, so I, uh, I, there are a lot of a lot of players who are, are really in favor of this, and I, honestly, I think it's yeah. probably not a bad thing because, from a player's point of view, performance is going to be better, um, compatibility is going to be better, or, or at least with Windows, um, all those things will be you know it will be an improvement performance wise, but it still raises a lot of questions for servers, for mods, for but at plugins. Least Look at the positive. What, uh, at how least about, they're how about not charging the beast? for it. Yeah. At least they're not charging for it first off. Well, remember when when you first bought Minecraft in the alpha, right? My Mojang said by buying it in an alpha, you will not be charged for any future version of it. Right? True. So if they abide by that, and that was an agreement, and in Europe at least, it definitely would be something that could be with upheld. Right. Yeah. Microsoft doesn't have a choice. They inherited that agreement from with the, all the previous players. What in perpetuity forever? Yeah. Wow. I mean, even though it is a new operating they system, they're they're calling it a beta. This is a new version of Minecraft, but it's not because it's so based the, on the, Pocket. Yeah. So the words, um, the words as in my recollection, and I have to go back and look at it, was you would have you would have free access to all future versions of Minecraft. If they say this is just a new version of Minecraft, even even though it's a new edition, it's just a new version on this platform. It's still just a new version, right? So that's true. It should be free to everybody who bought it already, right? Um, the argument that you know you can't get it for for um, uh, for Windows, you know, for for phone, Pocket Edition for phone or for right. console stuff like that wasn't yeah. included because that was on a different platform or that was a different platform build or something like that. Um, but it still has a few questions, so. We'll see. It'll right. be interesting. Yeah. But I, I hope hopefully they won't charge for it. I know they're they're making enough money on it on console and other platforms that they really don't have to charge for it on PC and they've they've sold most of them. I mean yeah. <laughs> at yeah. this point. <laughs> so. so so we got that from the show. Windows ten yep. edition of Minecraft. And by the way, it's gonna be coming out uh you would think in a month, right? Uh as a launch title, maybe. Yeah, it'll be a launch title, yeah. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. So yeah, Windows 10 is supposed to come out July 29th. Yeah. Uh, the beta of for Minecraft Windows 10 edition is already available mm -hmm. if you're running Windows 10 Insider Preview. Um I don't have a system with it running right now, but I'm I'm thinking I might have to download it and give it a try. Um just for for Minecraft Windows 10 edition. Totally. Uh but um I just have to find a computer that I can 
wipe and do that with. Yeah, move um, over too. I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can dig one up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's um, it's kind of cool. We'll see. We'll see when the official release is. But but then again, Minecraft all editions are pretty much in per- perpetual beta. So. That's yeah, forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about 1.9 in a minute because uh, that was shared at Minecon. Uh, but another big thing uh, that was shared at Minecon was the trailer of Minecraft Story Mode. All right. Now, as we know right now, Minecraft really doesn't have much of a story with it. Uh, I mean, yes, of course, you're Steve and you're trying to survive in the world. But other than that, there's really there's really no story behind Minecraft. It's just you survive, you mine, yep. you build, and rinse and repeat. Uh, so here is the trailer. From the show, we'll show it off to you guys in case you haven't seen it, um, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about. It. I have just the thing for you. You're giving me a sword. Even better, you can make your own. Something weird is going on. Is this what we were expecting? Steal that and that. Just leave it. There might be even more going on here than we thought. I don't think you realize what you've done. Everyone's running away, except for you. Our gang sticks together. That's what we do. It's in your hands now. Go! So there you go. Minecraft story mode. Not much to say. It's yep. going to be coming out on everything. PC, Mac, Steam. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think it's consoles. important to note this is not in the Minecraft engine. No. This is in Telltale Games engine that right. they use for all of their story games. That is game. right. So it's going to have a Minecraft uh, look to it, but it's right. in their engine, their, yeah. their so, way of, so their there's, way of there's doing it. Yeah. There's going to be some similarities in terms yeah. of they'll make it, it looks the same and some of the things will maybe function the same. But there won't be the open, you know, open world building whatever you want. There won't be the the you know it the, feels that sort of stuff. Weird to have a voice with Steve. That's, that's the a good number point. that for me, that's the yeah. weirdest part. Just to hear him yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would have preferred the I, I think I would have preferred the Gordon Freeman attitude or the the you know, that that he's just a silent he's just, mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um and everybody just talks so to we'll, you. Pretty much. How do you feel about it, Joe? How do you feel? Uh, Okay, so Telltale Games, their story games are really hit and miss, at least for me. Uh, Back to the Future was fantastic. I really enjoyed Back to the Future. I thought that was a fantastic game that they created. Uh, Jurassic Park, less good. I would almost say it was bad. Um. I haven't honestly haven't played the um, Walking Dead yet, so I can't speak whether that one's fantastic or not. But I've heard some good things about it. My wife we loved it. We will have to wait she and see. It. it was. She said it was excellent. Very good. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, I hope that they do some really, some really good things with it. I hope it it does yeah. turn out to be fantastic. Uh, um, uh, Largo pointed out. Uh, 
Uh, I think it was Largo. Oh, in somebody the chat pointed room? out. Yeah, in the chat room. Yeah. Uh, oh no, uh, Jose 042 pointed out it's gonna be it's supposed to be episodic. So who knows how many episodes you're gonna need to buy? That is a fair point. Usually, uh, Telltale games I think are what around six episodes for most yep. of their games. That's true. Yeah. So hopefully they'll limit it to six, and um, you know, in 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 a year or so after it comes out, it'll be all of them will be on on a Steam sale for like five bucks. So at least we can hope, right? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, I I gotta say I'm I'm really I'm really mixed on this just yeah. because that there's probably going to be some crafting in it, but it's a, it's a story. It's an episodic adventure. You're just, you know, you're making decisions along the way and, and you're doing that sort of thing. Obviously, I don't know how much of the original Minecraft experience and gameplay will be embedded in this game somehow. We really don't know of that mechanic yet. Uh, but if you look at Telltale's history in these kind of games, you're not going to see much of that. Uh, that that being said to me, uh, I'm not sure. Do we do we have this game on this show? Do we do we actually play through it? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I'm really confused. Uh, a, do we do we have it a as a, a spinoff? Uh, I'm. Let us know well, what you guys think. I I don't know. I really don't know. If it's like their other games, it's going to be single player. That's true. That's true. So then there, we just show it and be like, "This is me playing the game. It's let's play." Yeah, and they mentioned it's your world and your story, right? But it can't be that it doesn't work. It can't be that open world. So you'll have some influence over the story and what happens in it, but you it you know, by by example of their other games, it can't be completely open world do, you know, create whatever story you want. There's going to be some framework there at right. least. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Um do, uh, and do we have a launch date or a release date on that at this point? I no, I didn't see one unless okay. unless it's in a different story, but I did not see that. So. Yeah, so uh, I know they've yeah. been working on it for a while. They've talked about it before. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see. It'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, so it it uh, according to a quick online search, it just says release date twenty fifteen. So maybe this this fall. I don't know. Okay, we'll see. Last thing we'll talk about, and obviously Minecon was a big thing. You know, we talked about the world record. We talked about how London was just loving it. And, of course, over being 4th of July weekend, not a lot of Americans probably were there. I'm sure it was a huge crowd compared to Planet, the Olympics you know, that they just, Planet bear, Wayne, just recently hosted. Yeah, Planet Wayne on Twitter was there. He actually tweeted out a picture to me because uh, I, uh, I was playing some Grand Theft the other night online. I was doing some streaming. And... I tweeted out, hey, I'm playing Grand Theft, come join me. And he tweeted back to me saying, I can't, I'm at Minecon. And I'm thinking, why didn't you, uh, we could have used you as a correspondent or something. And he yeah. goes, I just had an iPhone. And I'm thinking, a lot of people use iPhones for ver video production, and they work just fine. Uh, but yep. but that's okay. That's all right. Last story yeah. that we'll talk about Minecon but before we move on, and that is 1.9 details were also released at the convention. Uh, there's a great write-up on the Minecraft forums, and I will uh, give you guys a link to that in the show notes. But obviously, loads of changes uh, in 1.9, including the end changes. Uh, the Ender Dragon fight is going to be massively overhauled. Uh, also, with combat, you're going to be able to dual-wield weapons, left, right hand as the main weapon. Uh, that will be a player's choice. So if you're left-handed and you want your player to look like you're left-handed, that'd be great. There'll also be new types of arrows, new potions. 
as well. And a lot of the additions from the consoles and PCs will make their way over to Pocket as well. One of the big things I'm kind of actually interested in, Joe, is controller support for Pocket Edition, which for me, I think that'd be awesome uh, because I have an NVIDIA Shield handheld. Yeah. And I think that would be great to be able to utilize a controller on, on the Shield and not have to try to remap visual controls. And then you have those overlays. Those can go away and you have a controller, yeah. which would be very cool. So. It's it's Honestly, it's about time. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. There have been there have been so many controllers, and and I know that there have been different APIs for those controllers over the years. But at this point, yeah, it's it's like seriously about time. I mean, yeah. remember we saw the Moga, uh, the Moga controllers back at E three three years ago, four yeah, then, years ago, and a then long we, and then time we saw ago. Them at PAX, and yeah, and and, like, and they and and it was on, like that's fantastic. Does this support Minecraft? And you're like, uh, well, it could, could if they added it to there really easily. Added it to there, yeah, it's like. Uh, well, come on so yeah about time they did that yeah. uh some of the the 1.9 features i think are really cool people are really going to look forward to them um yeah uh, the the ender dragon fight is completely different um it's going to be more like the uh more like the console edition rather than the pc edition um it, one i i caught that i thought was interesting is you will optionally be able to respawn the dragon which is kind of cool Yay, i know a lot of people that's would like cool. to be able to do that yeah um multiple islands in the end so you can move between islands uh, you you have to kill the first dragon to get to the next island, that sort of thing, though. Um, cities in the end, uh, so Ender Cities, um, which will be kind of interesting. A whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, I also ran across an album that had a bunch of photos. Somebody had had swiped out of somewhere with different uh, different stuff from One Nine. Obviously, if you want to be surprised by all the One Nine features, you should have stopped listening when we talked about it. That's right. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but a bunch of a bunch of really cool new features, some new blocks, uh, some new enemies. Um, it, it'll be it's a it's a cool. It it looks like it could be a really cool update. Uh, so yeah. we'll have to see. One thing I like is uh, there's going to be a new a new. You can affect arrows. You can uh, basically put potions on arrows, and um, one of the arrows that you'll be able to, you know, create is an invisibility arrow. So you could shoot somebody, and they would go invisible. And uh, I just think that's a cool idea. Yeah. So instead of throwable potions, it's a little bit longer range, and it's single target instead of you know mass target. So Too it'll cool. be cool. We'll can't, see. We'll can't see how wait. It goes. Can't wait to these additions. And now remember, you guys, I want to put this out there right now. Yes. That we cannot move to the newest edition <laughs> of 1.9 yeah. until it, it works with all of our existing plugins and that sort of thing. We already yeah. know that right now there's a our population's high. What back up again? Which. I I saw happening as soon as the new edition, you know, mm -hmm. we we're on current new new map and new version both always seem to do that. Yes. So, which is really cool. Um. So, and the other thing though too is, uh, what is kind of good news is they haven't officially said it yet, but uh, um, I can't remember who it is that, that posts as Redstone Helper in the uh, in Reddit. Uh, he has said that they expect to have snapshots for one point nine, and the first one should be coming in a couple of weeks. Ooh, so that and we'll be able to be, start testing and that sort of thing. Yeah, so we'll be able to take a look at some of the new features, see what's on there, um, see what uh, what all uh, you know what all they're capable of and what all they have. Nice, so that'll be cool. Very, very cool. So, hey, I am very proud at this moment of the show. They haven't been here for a while. They're they're back again, one time only, as they say, you know. Uh, and it's it's never been a better time to talk about drum roll, please, Audible. Dot com. Actually, 
audiblepodcast.com slash minecraftme is the place you want to go to get yourself a free audiobook. Now, we know a lot of you guys out there probably already know who Audible is, but I'm going to re-explain it to you. Audible saved my commute. Okay. It really did. Uh, you know, they have over 100,000 titles of across all types of literature, fiction, nonfiction, periodicals. But I, I got to say that Audible, which, by the way, they got a new logo. I couldn't find any logos to update the lower third, <laughs> but they do have a new site logo and a new icon for uh, your your phone as well. But Audible is audiobooks. Uh, and I, I said 100,000 titles. Now it's more than 180,000 titles. And the, the great thing about how it works is, you know, you log in, you have your, your, your app, you can use it on a phone, pretty much any phone out there, old MP3 players, you name it. And you have an awesome book read to you uh, with dramatic style, flair, it really immerses you into the experience. And I, I want to give you guys an, an audiobook pick, and Joe's going to give you one. My, my pick is going to be The Martian, written by Andy Weir. And, um, you know, my wife, she's a big audiobook person. She, she loves reading, and she's like, hey, you need, you need to check out this book. This book is the bomb. You need to listen to it. You need to check it out. So I did. And my goodness, I... I my commute started flying by, and this book is awesome. It's uh, written about an astronaut by the name of Mark Watney who travels with a crew to the red planet of Mars, and something happens. And uh, it just Mankind sounds awesome. Mankind reaching out to Mars to send people to another planet for the very first time and expand the horizons of humanity, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the Ares One crew did their thing and came back heroes. They got the parades and fame and love of the world. Ares too did the same thing so in a different location it, on Mars. It, it goes through they and, and, and talks hand. about how they they stage the these different uh, types of uh, missions ahead of the the mission, if you will, because they have to send supplies ahead of time. And the the book gets really really technical and it's science fiction and it's great. And they're actually going to make a movie out of it. And then I'm now I'm going to really nitpick the movie, and it also has Matt Damon in it, which I'm a little. Scared of, uh, but anyway, <laughs> you have a thing against Matt Damon. No, I just just how he was at Interstellar, the evil astronaut. I just can't get oh, I that never out. Saw, of. I never saw Interstellar. Oh yeah, no, honestly, you got to see Interstellar. Uh, anyway, that's my pick, The Martian. I highly recommend it. It feels too short. Uh, it's about ten hours, uh, eleven hours long. Uh, but that's my pick, Joe. Did you have a a pick for our awesome audience out there? Uh, yeah, so I picked a uh, a book. I've I've actually been reading the book. I, I I haven't listened to the audiobook, but I've been reading the book slowly. Um, and uh, it, it the book I the what I picked is called a book called The Man in the High Castle, and uh, it's by Philip K. Dick, which is a you know really well known um, sci fi and and you know that sort of author. Uh, the re part of the reason I picked it and part of the reason I picked it up is it was actually selected to be a new television series by Amazon. For next year, for Prime subscribers. Oh wow! So, uh, so that should be really cool. And they did a, a pilot. Uh, they did the season of pilots earlier this year, and this was one of the pilots that got picked up, and and it was fantastic. It really looked like it was really well done. The premise for it is though, uh, it's set back in 1962, and the U.S. lost World War II. Whoa! So the United States is divided across the basically across the the um uh the Rocky Mountains. On, on the western side, it's Japan territory, and on the eastern side, it's German territory. And uh, it's, an, it's an interesting take on it. 
Um, it's definitely different. So uh, I highly recommend you pick it up. It's a good listen, a good read, um, and I'm hoping it'll be a really good series in about a year here. Awesome. Awesome. Now, you could pick Joe's pick. You could take my pick, or you can pick one of your own. The cool thing is, to our audience, it's exclusive to you guys. If you head over to audiblepodcast.com slash minecraftme, you can get yourself a free audiobook of your choice when you sign up for Audible. And if, if you're like me and you commute at least maybe an hour every direction, <laughs> so I commute basically two hours a day, you're able to knock out a book pretty much in a week if that's all you do and listen to. Sometimes I'll take breaks and I'll save it. Uh, our good friend of the show, Chris Fisher, was he was telling me about this over lunch. He was reading The Martian, and a part of the book came up that he just couldn't believe happened. And he actually turned off the audiobook and refused to listen to it for the next month. He's just like, <laughs> he couldn't believe it. He was like, I, I, I just had to stop. I just had to stop because I couldn't believe what, what happened. I mean, audiobooks are amazing, amazing things. And, you know, it's, it's from the original text, uh, but it brings so much more uh, into your mind. So check them out today. Head over to audiblepodcast.com slash minecraftme to get yourselves a free audiobook of your choice. And I just want to say big thanks to all the peeps over there at Audible for sponsoring this episode of Minecraft Me. All right, Mr. Joe, Audible's out of the way. Minecon 2015 is out of the way. We're on a new map now. There's all these things that, that have happened, but I think we've kind of lost our way, Joe. We haven't done something new or something old, I should say, in the show in a while. What are we going to be covering on the show this week in our Let's Play segment? Well, uh... Well, you know, honestly, we maybe we should have picked the other option because that's showing people how to build something. Oh, that's true. Okay. All right. But anyway, so uh, we'll 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 look forward to that probably for next week though. Okay. Um. So, but what we're gonna do this time is we're gonna talk about something that came out in one point eight. Okay. Uh, now it's accessible on our server because of course the server was updated to one eight, and it is Ocean Monuments. Ocean. So we're monuments. gonna we're gonna yeah uh, we found one on the server. We're gonna go explore. We're gonna talk about what you can find in it and what makes them cool. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. So, so I I have went ahead and entered into the server, and I'm inside right now. Oh, sorry, I hit the wrong button there. There we go. I am now in the server, and I'm at our at our spawn area. All right. As you can see. Well, I'm gonna bring you over to the uh, to the monument. Um, okay. So, uh, so ocean monuments are of course underwater. Wow. Can, can, it looks can great. You see me? Yeah. It looks ph uh, phenomenal. Yeah, so uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and throw this. This is a, a potion of uh, uh, now I night see. vision on you. And then I'm going to give you a bottled version of it, too. So uh, just uh, pick that up. Oh, yeah, you may not be able to. Uh, well, I, go to, go to you're, you're in adventure mode or creative mode. Just go to E and, and add it to your inventory. Uh, um, so what is it? Uh, it's a... Uh, invisibility. It'll be the second one because you want the eight-minute version. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, fair enough. And, uh, and go ahead and drink that now just so you have a big cue going. There we go. I drank, All right. I drank some up there. There we yeah, go. Yeah, you just need to drink it once. It just resets every time. So uh, so we're actually outside the uh, Ocean Monument right now. Um, you can see this 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 funny-looking fish over here. These are guardians. And um, we're in creative, so we're not that worried about them. But it, when you're in survival, well, let's see if we can find one attacking a... Um, oh, I want to see if we can find one attacking a squid. Here we go. So if you come on, come up a little ways, you can see... Here's here's some attacking these squid. You can see a wow, they attack flying around up squids. Here. Wow, look at yeah, that. Yeah, and they uh, they shoot these ranged like spears at them. So Why are they attacking uh, other fellow animals? I mean, that's just mean. Why not? Fair enough. 
Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but if you, you can't really see it, you can kind of get an idea of it. You can see what a what an ocean monument looks like. Um, so how would someone kinda, uh, f- come across this by accident? Oh, you know what? I'm going to bring you up here. Okay. So here, uh, this this gives you a much better view. You can sort of see what it looks like underwater. Um, so these are these are in the ocean. Okay. Um, they're uh, they generate they auto generate in areas with a deep deep ocean biome at the center and an aquatic biome everywhere within 29 block radius. So okay. a sphere radius. And um, this is so these these are these auto generate. They're they're just out in the ocean in places. So they're they're really cool and they're they're not. They're not as big as a fortress, but they're still fairly large, and they have some kind of cool things inside of them. I was going to say, so, is, there, uh, is there a reason for a player, if they do discover one of these, to go for it? Oh, yeah, it? Def- definitely. Okay. Um, so, right. first of all, let's, let's head down into the water okay. and, uh, and go down this, this front. This is sort of the entrance. And we'll just swim down this front entrance. And I happened to notice, when I was exploring before, this front entrance, if you look straight up, there's a whole bunch of sponge. Oh wow! And so there, there will be rooms in these in these temples, or I'm sorry, in these um, uh, whatever these are, <laughs> I can't think of what they are now, um, in these monuments, uh, there will be rooms that have sponges in them. There will be rooms that have gold in them, and uh, there's um, usually uh, there's there's three, usually several elder guardians, which are basically the big giant versions of those little guardians that were outside. All right. Um, those don't respawn when you kill them. And then there'll be a room with some, uh, yeah, with uh, a couple of rooms of sponges and a, and a room with um, hidden gold blocks. So, so we're just going to kind of go through here a little bit and uh, kind of look around. And, and they Whoa, are, are a bit a, of a maze. So wait, we're in an air pocket? What happened to the? No, water? no, no, we're underwater. Oh, it just it, it, all of a sudden it just got brighter in here. That was weird. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. But no, yeah, we're we're totally underwater. Oh, okay. And so here you can see. Um, this is where you get sea lanterns from, which is the new lighting source in one one eight, which is really cool. Um, so let's go back that way. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It, they are, like I said, kind of a maze, and uh, they're made from yeah the prismarine and the prismarine blocks. That's what the whole thing is basically made out of in sea lanterns. So if you want those blocks, this is pretty much the only place to get it. And here, so here's the room. This is sort of the central room. Uh, in the center of this, I believe, is yeah, that's this is where the gold blocks are. Oh wow! See, see, there's a gold block, so there'll be a a a, a two by two grid of gold blocks in there, um, which I don't want to I don't want to dig them out too much, but you can you get the idea. Oh, and so there should be one of these in the center of most of these uh, in in all of these. Um, uh, monuments. I've just been told by our moderator, uh, Grim Reaper, that he gave mm-hmm. me water breathing, which gives you the ability oh, okay. to see better underwater. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, I just gave you night vision. So, uh, but um, yeah. Uh, so so this is so like I said, that's where you'll find those gold blocks, and you'll also find these uh, dark prismarine blocks. That's what is surrounding it. Uh, if you come into this other next room here, you'll see this is one of the Elder Guardians. You can see it's just like a giant version wow. of the regular Guardians. Um, they are bigger, they are angrier, they are more dangerous, and they can only die once. They will not respawn. Wow, that's um, huge. Yeah, they're they're pretty big. They're not quite as big as gas, but they're they're pretty big. Um, 
they will drop when if when you kill them, they will drop. Uh, usually, they'll they'll drop anywhere between one and zero and one prismarine crystal, zero and two prismarine shards, and potentially a raw fish. If you if it's killed by a player, so if you attack it, it'll also drop a wet sponge, which is another source for sponges. Um, so they're they're kind of cool. Um, they do have a few raw uh, um, rare drop possibilities and uh, a few other things like that. So they're they're but they're they're designed to guard these temples. Uh, but they don't swim around as much. They pretty much stay in their own little rooms. And, and this particular temple has at least three, uh, according to Grim, who uh, scouted it out for me. Wow. Uh, for us beforehand. Um, but yeah, these are so, and they're, they're, they're actually, they don't look very big from the outside, but when you get in here. They're pretty big. Uh, they're pretty big. And remember, there's no air, there's no air pockets. It's all water. So, um, so basically, no matter where you, you go, you, you have to kind of close it off as you. Try to drain water out, and if you want to drain water out, yeah, that's what you'll have to do, uh, or you'll have to dig it up, um, or uh, more likely, yeah, you want a potion of water breathing or that sort of thing. But yeah, these are these tend to be fairly daunting to try to take out, uh, just because there's a lot of them. So, uh, the one thing that's kind of special about this one is it was found early, and before anybody managed to loot it. And so this is also uh, doubles as our um, our current first tier jail. So ah, if you so find yourself in trouble, is. this is this is the little jail room right here. And um, and yeah, so so if you if you if you ever find yourself in this room surrounded by water and there's guardians around here, you'll see you know, there's a couple signs. Um, yeah, see a couple signs says you are in jail. Press button for appeals, and then you can push that button, and you get a little little document that tells you you, you got to not have a compass, compass in your hand. hand. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, you you push that button, and you get and a little get message a that tells it. you how to uh, how to appeal your jailing. But uh, but yeah, so these are these are like I said, they're they're not all that big, um, but they are really cool. Here, I'm going to bring you back up to uh, up to here, up to the surface oh, wow. again. Okay. And now with uh, with that water breathing, you can get a much better view of what the whole thing looks like from just underwater. Uh, if you go if you go back underwater a little bit, we'll see. See. Wow. So yeah, kind of that cool. is pretty big. And uh, and yeah, you can see all the squid. The squid are here just because I'm here, you know, because we're both here and and they've all spawned in. But the guardians are here because they're guarding the the uh, monument. So basically. So. You know, in, in in normal play, you know, you're you're just attacking. You're you're just gathering for material's sake, essentially. Well, just like anything else, yeah. Right. You want the materials that are in it. You want the gold blocks that are in it. Um, but there's the no type of spawners or anything like that in, in something like this, though. No, it's it's not uh, nothing like that um, compared to um, uh, to like another fortress or that sort of thing. Uh, but there are drops and there are things that you really want from in here that you can't really get any other way. Now, um, Grim an example is the. Um, the uh, the um, God, now I now I lost track of them. the uh, drops the sea lanterns yeah um are the things that you really that, that you're gonna want out of here because they are a really good light source and you don't have to go to the Nether for them. So. Uh, Grim is uh, telling us in the chat if we want we can head over to him to check out a guardian farm. Oh sure. So let's uh, let's head on over because so obviously so so what how do you so is this generate the guardians or I'm a little confused so, by that. Uh 
So my guess, and I'd have to look at it to make sure, but it's just like a traditional farm. Uh, yeah, it, it's spawning the guardians. Oh, it's is it actually down below us? Where is it? So it's because of the blocks that are around it that guardians will spawn. Oh, so these blocks here. And then, oh, here, here's how it, here's how it is. So if you if you come down, you see all these rows of water, right? The guardians will spawn in the in these rows of water. Okay. And then they will fall and they die when they hit the bottom. And then you can see all of the hoppers picking up the drops from the guardians. Oh wow. Yeah. How would you how does anybody know to do this? This is amazing to me. Well, this I'm pretty sure is being done in creative, not in survival, because that's a lot of iron. Um although I guess it could be. I don't know. That's a good question. Something to ask him. Something. Might be half and half. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Oh, I, look, there they know, go. They just the, fall just yeah. now. They yeah, just... you can see them. You see, see them coming down. Wow. And then they all collect. No survival for Grim. So, yeah, this is all in uh, creative. creative, I believe. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Which, which you know, can't hold that against them. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But, wow. This... I mean, how, when was the last time that, that either one of us built in survival? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but very, very cool. Um, okay, fair enough. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, so the, the ocean monuments and guardians. Uh, so, like I said, the guardians are are really cool. Um, ocean monuments are they're really saying cool. Guardians survival, are really by the way, they're saying survival. This was done. He's saying really? survival, no social life. <laughs> so, wow. Oh, very maybe impressive. maybe this isn't Grimm's. Uh, no, he says uh, lots of players have helped with the iron. Donations oh, were okay. given. Okay. Wow, fair, fair enough. enough. Fair wow, enough. very, yeah. very good. That's a lot of digging. I like that That's a lot, lot of water. How did, how did you get all the water out of here? I don't know. That's a lot. Now, before before we head out of here, I got to head back to spawn uh, because we do head over. We we uh, we walk across here, head over to the Geek Gamer Dome, see what's going on over here, you guys. It is uh it's a new month, so we gotta find out what the new name of the theater is, but it is the Minecraft Me Communal Theater under the stars right now. Uh but let's head inside <laughs> the Geek Gamer Dome. How you doing, man? That's uh Skeletor eighty eight forty nine. And inside here we have an upside down pig. There we go. What's that over there in Rod we trust? What's that about? That's a good question. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so we got uh, upside down animals and some more slime blocks. Other than that, I don't know what they're doing in here. I, I don't. I don't know either. I'm a I little. Just got here. I'm. I'm a little, little confused here. But if you guys do, <laughs> oh, and then is that you up there, Joe? Yep. Yeah, I'm just writing in this thing in circles. Fair enough. Um, if you guys <laughs> uh, join us during a live show, uh, you too can be a part of this awesome community. And as you could see. Uh, take a look at all the awesome names. A lot of people here, a lot of new people uh, that are probably joining our server for the very, very first time. And uh, I, I want to encourage you guys, if you if you love our community and you love our show, you might want to consider becoming a patron. Joe, you want to tell people real quick uh, what Patreon is all about and why people should uh, consider becoming one today? Uh, yeah, so Patreon's a really good way to support podcasts and other things that you like and that you use. 
uh, without having to deal with ads and all those other kind of things that a lot of them that a lot of us have to use just to try to pay some of the bills. Right. Uh, so it's a really, really nice way. It's an easy way to give back to the communities that you are a member of. And uh, I highly recommend you check it out. And, and it's great. for I mean, we use it for our show and it's fantastic and it's and it's really helped and paid a lot of bills for us. But you know what? We're not the only ones using it. And if you're watching other podcasts, you might check it out. See if they have a Patreon, too, because there's a lot of really good groups that are using it. Yeah. Uh, so we're up to uh, 600 bucks, which is is I think that's just enough to pay for the servers and actually less it's, a little it, bit. It, it, it's it's, yeah, it's a little even. under, isn't it? It's, yeah, because yeah, it's break even. It's um, because of points. the uh, overhead for both PayPal and Patreon, they both have charge a fee for their services, of course. And uh, but it's uh, it's this method that keeps the servers alive and keeps all this content coming. Yeah. So uh, if you can, um, as little as a dollar, as much as all of the dollars, uh, <laughs> it'd be fantastic. <laughs> That's right. Uh, any anything you can throw our way is is greatly appreciated. Yeah. yeah totally. You know, uh, Joe per- put it perfectly. You know. Even a dollar helps. A lot of you guys have signed up to be a part of our Patreon, and that one dollar, it goes towards the pub server. It goes towards the file server. It goes yeah. towards the forums. It goes towards production costs, because when a video card fails or whatever, which is about to happen on me, <laughs> uh, you know, those kind of things do help. And and thanks to you guys who do support us on Patreon, we were able to launch a Feed the Bee server. So we do have a Feed the Bee server that you guys can be a part of. It is exclusive to Patreons, uh, and we're able to set that up separately. If you do become a member of the Patreon family, we give you a label in the chat so everybody sees that you are supporting the show. And we also try to give you other perks as well. If you decide to kick up to $5 or more per month, we give you access to a creative world. We also have Patreon-exclusive events like our Patreon games where we play with you guys once a month, and it's so much fun to do. And with the next map and we actually have a question about this in the minecraft me messages but i just want to say right off if you are a patreon you will get that season three map first we're going to give it exclusive to you guys we're going to have a post just for you guys where you can download it directly and then we'll release it to everybody else but it's only fitting to have you guys on patreon get it first uh because you're the ones who support our show and keep us going uh speaking of which we only received really just one major question this week in the Minecraft me messages, uh, but I will still play the theme song anyway. It's a good theme song. It's time to dip in the old mailbag. It's time for Minecraft me messages. By the way, we love your questions. Minecraft me at geekgamer.tv. Uh, you could also send us a video message, post it to YouTube, give us the link, and we'll show off your shining face on the show. A lot of S's there. Question came in from Stan. There's another S. Wants to know, hey, where's the season three map? You took down the server last week. It's not here, but I love the show. Keep digging. So, Joe, what can we tell Stan and to everybody else, everybody else who wants that season three map so they can download and check out all the awesome creations? Uh, Do we have a potential timeline at this point? Uh, it just needs to be packaged up at this and uh, put on the servers. So oh, okay. it's um, it should be ready to go. Um, I'll uh, I'll I'll put it somewhere and send you a URL for it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because so. like I said, uh, Patreons are going to get it first. Uh, yep. so so I'm going to put a post there. They're going to be able to download it directly, uh, via our our high speed servers. Everyone else will be able to get it via a torrent and you know other file sharing sites like Mega. We'll put it up there as well, and we'll have it all in a 
news post on the website. It will not be in the forums. I'll put up news posts together. It'll just be a real quick article, and you can download the Season 3 map, which, by the way, is awesome. Really, check it out. The only things that are not on that map will include the community project, like AT&T Park, for example, will not be on that map. So if you're thinking, ha, this, this is how I'm going to get it. So there you go. Uh, other than that, I want to say a big thanks uh, to all you guys who download the show. And you're probably thinking, well, where can I go and download the show? Uh, you can head over to geekgamer.tv. You can also find it on all the podcatching clients that are out there, iTunes, po- you know, Pocket Casts on Android, uh, you know, the Windows Phone Place Store. <laughs> I don't know a good app for that. <laughs> uh, but you can find us all there. If you're looking to find out information about our Minecraft server, head over to geekgamer.tv, go to the very top of the page and click on that MC Server Info link. When you click on that, it takes you to our server info page, which right now, Joe, 48 of 64 players are currently on the server right now, which is just impressive. And it's pretty awesome. It's nearly been a month, Joe. It's going to be a month uh, here on the, the 7th that the new map has been up and going. So just totally, totally cool. Uh, and also, this is the page where you can go and send us your questions for the show. Just click on that Contact Us button on the top edge of the page. We do this show Sundays, usually, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, at live.geekgamer.tv. And please don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at TV. If you don't do the Twitter thing, that's totally cool. You can also find us on Facebook. We do have a Google Plus community. We have a YouTube channel as well. And if you're watching us on Twitch please hit that follow button and you'll know when we're doing shows live. Not only Minecraft Me, uh, but also other Let's Plays and games and GTA and other things like that. So uh, anything uh, you want to throw out there, Joe, to our awesome audience before we get out of here today? No. <laughs> well, uh, so the only the only thing <laughs> I have going on is in a, in um, another week, after, not not this weekend, but the next weekend, uh, I'm going to be up at PDX Land. Uh, I should be able to do a little something from there. But uh, if you're also going to end up at PDX Land, stop by and say hi. I'll, I'll probably be like, I'm busy. <laughs> that frequently happens. That's true. <laughs> I, I am busy. I, I'm getting things together. But uh, but awesome Looking stuff. Looking forward guys. to it. We're going to do another uh, another Hunt for the Oars uh, Minecraft tournament there. Oh, so th- that is always time. fun. That is. Always it is fun. a lot of fun. I'm going to make this one harder. Oh, really? It, it will last longer. Yeah, I'm thinking like... Like maybe three, three or four iron anvils. Whoa! And uh, so like two different ones. So three or four iron anvils and like maybe five blocks of diamond. Wow! Maybe three blocks of diamond. Five is kind of a lot. That's that's like. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> last thing I, I'm going to tease. It, it it's 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 a it's a short tease. I I I guess. I mean I, I don't know even know if I should tease it. Maybe I maybe I should. But uh, but basically, I, I just want to I want to tease that I, I teased this on Facebook earlier today, uh, as we record this, we're recording this on Sunday the fifth, uh, and that is this this logo here. It's a little different. Uh, it's not going to be called Geek Gamer Live anymore. I figure, eh, I didn't like that title anyway, so I'm going to change it again. Uh, the Geek Gamer Show will be making a return soon, and I threw a, a, a threw a question out there: Who would you like to see on the show? Who would you like to see on the show? Now, Cameron, our good friend Cameron, said two hours of Rachel. <laughs> and and I was thinking, 
And he says, of just Rachel. And I'm thinking, I could probably take care of that. Um, that, that <laughs> that'd be a very tough interview. Uh, but um, any, uh, what, do, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Joe? Any, who would you like to see on the show? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, like, like hosts or guests, guests, guests. Yeah. Okay. Guests. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's a tough one. Depends on how, how, um, well, I'm thinking, you know, Lloyd, bring Lloyd back, you know, have Nick come on. Yeah. Of course, yeah, you and John and Cameron, maybe get Chris Cashman to come back on. Uh, there's a lot of great choices out there. There are a lot of really good choices. I'm thinking other people too. Michael uh, Mana, T4 show. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, why why can't I think of his name? From uh, um, he's he was on a few times. He gave you that book, uh, the binder. Oh, Alex Gumpel. Alex Gumpel would be fantastic. Yes. I, I thought he was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, all the other all the other you know you know you know who would be the ultimate get? Of course. The uh oh, not Notch, but who else? Well, he'd be cool too, but but he's not in Minecraft anymore, so it doesn't yeah, matter. that's fair enough. Um, Who would be the ultimate get? Uh, the ul- I think the ultimate get would be uh, us able to reveal the guy behind How to Basic. I think that would be the ultimate get. How to Basic? You you've never been to How to Basic? No. Okay, you need to go there off the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking. Oh, and Padre Father Robert Balliser. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. So there you go, you guys. So. Uh, so yes, the Geek Gamer Show, and that's really the outlet for all of us to be able to talk gaming and tech, because mm-hmm. uh, we we obviously squeaked that out on this show, and I think it's squeaking out a little too much, and so I figure, well, <laughs> it's time to to do more. So so anyway, and obviously we got PAX coming up. If you're coming up to the Pacific Northwest for PAX Prime 2015, we will be there once again this year. It is a week before Labor Day weekend. So it's the weekend before Labor Day weekend. So Monday is not a holiday. Uh, so if you're going to be up there for it anyway, please let us know. We're going to be there as well. So that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for downloading and watching this show. We will see you guys again soon. For Mr. Joseph Falby, I'm Chase Nunes. Thanks for downloading and watching Minecraft Me. Keep digging.